Welcome to Dear Betty Podcast number 9, coming to you from the Dear Betty Studios right here in Canberra, the nation's capital. The first region in the Southern Hemisphere to go to 100% renewable power by 1st January 2020. Pleased to say the 10 kilowatts of rooftop solar sitting above me in the studio goes some way to contributing to that fact. And of interest to some might be that uh, also this week we've just passed laws that allow you to possess 50 grams of weed for personal use and up to two plants. Interesting times ahead. Now, if you're you're in for a real treat this week as we have a freshly minted interview straight off the reel-to-reel recorder featuring none other than the man himself, Uli Kunkel, and the jet setter, Sydney Coe. Uh, big thanks to Sydney for jetting back to Australia just for this interview. Um, no doubt he's already off somewhere else, and I'm sure you'll enjoy this uh, a bit later on in the program. But enough of that, let's get down to it. Some birthdays since we last caught up, uh, including Walt, uh, Stephen H, and Sam over in Radelaide. Happy birthday to you three, and I hope you've uh, all been treated royally this week. Now, Maria has resurfaced, looking uh, full of the joys of spring, new haircut, a smiling puppy, and good to th- hear that uh, things are looking up and I think I speak for everyone in the group when I say uh, go get him Tiger you're doing well uh, congrats to uh, Sarah for knocking over the 30k of the coast trek last weekend in around the 6 hour mark not only was there a medal waiting at the finishing line but also a Prosecco van and a distillery I must assume you didn't know that beforehand otherwise your time might have been a little bit sharper uh, lucky Leanne was able to get away from the uh, drought-ravaged Darling Downs just west of Brisbane this week, off to the coast for a couple of days of uh, footy, beaches and a chilled glass of white wine. Well deserved. And thanks to Johnny T who has uh, been scouring academic publications and come up with an article from the Journal of Gerontology proving that couples who drink together are happier together. I guess in more simplistic terms... Um, I'd suggest that concordant drinking couples reported decreased negative marital quality over time, and these links were significantly greater among wives. Uh, wives who reported drinking alcohol reported decreased negative marital quality over time when husbands also reported drinking, and increased negative marital quality over time when husbands reported not drinking. Uh, that said, it also suggests that uh, sharing a drink in a social setting is more conducive to happiness than drinking yourselves to oblivion on cheap hooch before lunch on a weekday. Uh, Christmas in full swing now, as reported by many of our uh, global correspondents. Only 90 days to go, folks. Um, And speaking of Christmas, the annual group Secret Santa is on again. Uh, Thanks to Ariadne for offering to coordinate, so uh, keep an eye out on the page for instructions on how to take part i just say from previous years' experiences, the key is to get onto this early and get your secret sander into the mail system before December, particularly if you're sending overseas, otherwise it turns into uh, more of a Valentine's Day gift if you leave it too late. Good to see Lou Birdie back uh, with a dear Betty bottle opener. Uh, extra points awarded for Arts and Crafts editions, Lou. And good to see it being put to a good effect with uh, one of our other Louises, one of our 47 Louises in this uh, group. Uh, topping off a bottle of uh, Louise's beloved saint. Uh, thanks to Sydney for sharing the photo of his morning glory. That is a view over Palm Beach to the north of Sydney, for those not familiar. If you haven't been, it's definitely worth a look. Uh, and the doctor's results are in. Uli's knee is on the mend. Obviously, uh, last year's controversial injection of stem cells harvested from the jawbone of a blue whale are starting to pay dividends. Uh, good to see him back on the track. 
Now, would you buy a 2005 Maserati uh, Quattroporte Sport GT sedan for only $33,000? Well, the jury is in, and it's unanimous. Yes. From the uh, male members of the group, at least. Uh, Vasula and Stephen now have uh, something to discuss, I guess, over the weekend, but good on you guys for committing. Now, there's a TV show on here in Australia at the moment called uh, Old People Home for Four-Year-Olds. Uh, which shows the effects of having uh, four-year-old preschoolers come along and hang out with the residents of a nursing home. It's on the ABC in Australia, but if you reside outside and can use a VPN on your computer, then head to abc.net.au and uh, have a look for it. It's quite remarkable, the effect that the uh, both the kids and the oldies had on each other. Uh, but I guess for me also how depressed so many of the nursing home residents were. And I guess some reflection, not that surprising, but... Uh, Somewhat upsetting, to be honest. Um, but get into it, have a look. Not a bad series. On a lighter note, what is your favourite Daggy song? Well, this is the question posed by Monique. Fair to say there are some uh, real Dags in the group, as we knew. The Pina Colada song, or Escape, by Rupert Holmes. Uh, Rhinestone Cowboy, Fever to John Denver, Willie Nelson, Tay-Tay, Spandau Ballet, though arguably not a Daggy group, Spandau Ballet, one of the tops. Um, all told, that would make quite a mixtape uh, put together. Uh, hot dogs versus sliders. Um, who'd have thought this topic would engender such a large response? The sliders being those mini hamburger things that, uh, with the only real fear of those being expressed, was that one wasn't enough, but being seen to eat three would be vulgar, perhaps. I don't know about that. I'm, I could have ten other things, and you need it if you're hungry. Um, but hot dogs generally getting a big thumbs up regardless of what version of uh, frankfurter you use. Now, I'm down for the German version of a sausage or a frankfurter, but those bright red-skinned ones um, that you actually need to boil, they're no good. No, no good. Uh, good to see a catch-up uh, during the week. Um, Fiona popped in uh, on Uli for a chat and a glass of the Peter Lehman uh, Shiraz, the 2016 Barossan uh, Shiraz. It's really a top drop. I've had some myself in the uh, recent past. If you find a bottle, uh, get into it. Uh, good to see Cam getting jiggy with it uh, when Will Smith hit Budtown. Uh, Cam or Will, which 51-year-old does it better? I'll let you be the judge. I know where my money is. Well, it's been quite a big week. Uh, sorry it's late, it's Friday night here. Um, things have slid a little bit, but we're on top of it now. Uh, now it is time to uh, put your feet up as Uli, our fearless leader, pulls his chair a bit closer to Sydney Co. with a glass of red. And some sweet jazz tunes in the background for a chat on Sydney Co. Who the hell are you? Enjoy. Well, good evening. Um, this will be novel for many of you. I'm sober, um, as opposed to the last time when I humiliated myself. Yeah, we've only had one beer. Yes, one beer, so we're sober. <laughs> this is uh, your, your fearful leader, uh, Uli Kunkul, interviewing Sydney Co. Say hello, Sydney. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. It's a very deep voice. Uh, I tried <laughs> that. I, tried that. I sounded ridiculous <laughs> last time, so I'm trying not to do that again. Uh, we're listening to some jazz standards, as Tony had hoped we would, and we're drinking some very fine McLaren Vale red wine. Yes, a Shiraz. A Shiraz from 2016 from uh, uh, Oliver's, Oliver's Taranga Vineyard, mm. so a very, very fine drop. Yes. Uh, awarded many times for growing grapes for Grange, uh, if you yes. weren't aware of that. So one of the family's third-generation wine growers in South Australia, and um, very fine family they are. If you're ever in McLaren Vale, pay them a visit. Um, now... Down to business. Uh, Where shall we start? Well, 
Let's start with a bit of history. Um, I've known Sydney for uh, maybe 25 years. Yeah. Do you remember when we first met? I just remember when I first met Mel at the uh, mayoral ball. You met us both at the mayoral ball. But we've met before that. When was that? At the counter, uh, at South Sydney Council. Did I, uh, did I serve you at the front counter? You didn't quite serve me. I asked to see someone who would know something, and they sent you and They sent me instead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that was the start of a very good relationship. Oh, wow. Well, I, don't, I don't remember me. I mean, mm. I, I remember meeting you bow-tied, smoking a cigar on the, the, front, <laughs> on the, balcony, on the front balcony of Paddington Town It was like a little Juliet balcony to a town hall building. Yes, that's right. And uh, you were in monkey suit. I was in a monkey suit. Yeah. And... Uh, we were both smoking cigars and we yes. became, well, we, we, we each noticed a kindred spirit. Correct. Yes. And we're drinking, not quite spirits, but certainly something alcoholic. Yes. We've eaten mm. pizzas this evening. Mm. Um, I had a clam pizza and Sydney had a um, something an, about an anchovy pizza. Yeah. Mildly fishy, both of us. Very fishy. Yes. Very fishy. Mm. So, In the nicest way. So, Sydney, there's things I know about your childhood and, I, and, I, and certainly plenty I don't. Mm. Um, I don't know much about your parents. So tell us a bit about your background, where you grew up, um, and what, what it was like um, in the various places you lived. Okay. Um, look, I was born in Malacca. Don't laugh. <laughs> you agree? <laughs> we'll get to that. That's yes, a question yes. for later. So that is a very historical town in uh, peninsular Malaysia, or known as West Malaysia. Uh, my dad uh, was, uh, became the eldest son by default because two of his older brothers uh, died during the uh, Japanese invasion and occupation of Malaysia. Uh, I could say that my parents were self-made because uh, they had hardly, my dad certainly had a year of uh, primary schooling and then he uh, put himself through something like a night school of sorts, part-time just to learn some basic English. Um, My mum was born, um, gosh, what am I saying now? Uh, in a neighbouring township called Suramban. I'm hopeful that uh, that's not a rude word in some other language. <laughs> no, well, well, being from Malacca, you would know that, but yes, continue. <laughs> um, look, um, yes, yeah, so so you born in Malacca. So you were born mm. in, in Malacca and you lived, lived there, there in... for one year to the day. Mm. That's and all. Then, yeah, and then my parents um, came back and took possession of me and brought me up uh, to Kuala Lumpur, where they were uh, building a, a home. Yep. Um, and I was looked after in Malaysia, in Malacca, uh, by my paternal grandmother, was in Kuala Lumpur for. So they didn't stay in KL. They brought you there and left you there. No, no, no. They they they, 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 they live there. They, they live there from, well. yeah, But you lived there. with your grand your maternal yeah, grandmother. Mater, uh, paternal grandmother. Paternal grandmother. And they would visit every weekend or every sec- second weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that was for the first year of my life. Uh, and after that, yeah, up to Kuala Lumpur, I was there for six six and a half years. And then they introduced uh, compulsory Malay across all subjects in school. And my mum said, this is bullshit. Moved my son north. Uh, and we went to school. We relocated to a northern town called Ipoh in a state called Perak. Uh, and we were there for two years before the new Fango education curriculum caught up with us. And mum then moved us to Singapore. So you're um, on the run. On the run from... Government. 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 <laughs> yes. Mum saw it all coming. and uh, So she yeah, moved you then to Singapore? To Singapore. And then we were to be shipped out to the UK to boarding school, St. Lawrence. Uh, I forget which city. And then my paternal grandmother put a foot down and said, these kids are too young to send that halfway around the world. Um, so what business were they in? Uh, dad was uh, into insurance. Insurance as an agent and then okay. uh, became a broker. Uh, as a side interest, uh, he had uh, factories uh, producing vehicle car parts, things made from nylon, 
Um, so he specialized in nylon bushes for oh, yeah. brake valves, gear, yeah, okay. gear, yeah, gearboxes. So they manufactured parts. Manufacturing, that's they right. specialized in that's car right. parts. Car parts. Uh, and uh, Dad built the business to a scale where he was able to secure uh, government contracts. But in order to secure government contracts for the national car and other manufacturers, uh, he had to then surrender uh, uh, majority ownership of the companies uh, to yeah. the Malay. Uh, yep. So he had to sell 51, or relinquish it, he couldn't sell them because they wouldn't pay for it. He had to get, surrender 51% of the company um, to a... Because he was ethnic Chinese. Correct. Yep. Correct. Uh, because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of um, racism. Racism, yeah. Correct. Uh, it's overt and it's worse now. Mm. And so when did they ship you to Australia? Oh, they didn't ship me. I chose to come here because um, I finished my equivalent of the uh, all uh, the all, the all levels, which is uh, the uh, year ten certificate. Yes. Uh, exams. So you were there until year ten in, in Singapore. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then Dad said, "Well, you've finished that now. You have a choice. You can come and start working with me. And one day, if you want it, it's all yours. Or you can keep studying." And then, <laughs> you're sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You took the, the two, uh, took the more fun option. That's correct. That's correct. And that's it. Where do you want to go? And I said, ah, where do I have relatives around the world? I'll, I'll go somewhere where there is not one. That's why I <laughs> yeah, they're good. That's yeah. probably why I ended up in Armadale. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I ended up here. So in those days, you know, uh, there's no such thing as email. And uh, dad being dad said, you do what you want. You organize it. You make it happen. And um, off you go. Off you go. So I was writing to schools across Victoria and New South Wales. Um, and that's how I ended up at Chevalier. I was accepted at Scots, but they said I had to wait two years, and I didn't want to be a year eleven student at the age of you know eighteen, 18 or nineteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm in the Chevalier. So Chevalier is in Barrow. Mm. Yeah, in Barrow, in the Southern Highlands, and uh, infamously known as a school of last resort. If you have been expelled from every other school and no one else wants you, we'll take you. Well, that's uh, very telling. Yes, they took me. <laughs> uh, people generally on the run. That's right. Fugitives. Uh, moving right along. Yes. Right. So we've gotten through the fact that you are from Malacca. Is the Greek meaning of this word well known to Malaysians? No, generally, because uh, we were invaded and colonised by the Portuguese, the Dutch in Malacca, uh, and then the English came and the English stayed for a long, long time. Uh, so but it's, the no, Greeks, it's, not, it's not familiar. No, to them, but Greeks never made it past Asia Minor because we are we in Australia have many Greeks, and we know mm. that the, oh, when everyone one is referred to as a Malacca, um, it generally is a man who has very familiar relationships with his private parts. I think that's probably the polite <laughs> way of saying. So that's that's very good to know. Very good to know, Sydney, that uh, the Malaysians live in relative innocence. Oh yes, of uh, innocence, better than the true yes. meaning of the name. So, moving on, moving right along, it's uh, eight minutes in, and Sydney is very forthcoming with information, so I'll try to... Is it eight minutes already? Eight minutes in. So, so, moving on to literature, Sydney, you're a yes. very erudite man and very, you know, very, very learned. So, what book do you think changed you in your life? I wouldn't call them a book, but a lot of articles in them. Um, Britain, Mr. Britain shared Oh, yes, the articles of, uh, in uh, the uh, Penthouse Black Label. Eight, eight, eight copies for 15 bucks a pop? 15, or 10? Uh, 10 for 10 150. Oh, which have done a deal and offered them. So, Black Label influenced oh, you more than most. Label, well, you were at boarding school. <laughs> so, that's totally understandable. And I've got to say, it, it, it was a favourite at Catholic school as well. The Black Label was always 
the primo quality if one was to go for that nice sort of a publication. Color. Much higher quality paper. Oh, yes. And the plastic bags? Even better. <laughs> so that's good to know. So when did you decide you wanted to be an architect? I never did. You never did? No. I actually entered university to do um, uh, a degree in um, arts law. Um, went to taught a uh, class and um, was challenged by the complete stranger next to me on a dare. Let's move. And we'll move together. I said, fine, let's go to the, um, the uh, orientation booklet. And have they made, it, made a living out of architecture as well? Oh, he's a director in a big firm now. There you go. So <laughs> not. On a whim. <laughs> on a whim. But he knew about architecture. I had no idea. And what swayed me was I went to the, uh, the school building, the faculty, walked into a tute room, and there were all these kids sitting around drinking beer, smoking cigarettes, and drawings posted on the wall. I asked to look at the reading list for the term, and there was none. I said, that's it, I'm on these are my These are my kindred spirits. That's right. Well, very so good. So I moved into architecture. So as an architect, mm-hmm. I know this is incredibly uh, simplistic, but what's your favourite building and why? Well, uh, there's, yeah, there's no favourite building. You're quite right. Um, in terms of type, probably places of worship. I don't know why. I'm not religious. You know what I'm like. In got 20 odd years, you know what I'm like. Yeah. Um, there's something about how man has faith and it's intangible, and it's transient, it's emotional, it's so laden with so many... So you like the so European much. cathedrals, or...? Oh, or yeah, um, three come to mind. mosques, or are you thinking, you know... Just, oh, they're not all cathedrals. I wouldn't use the word ecclesiastical, because they're not Christian, mm-hmm. uh, all of them. Uh, there's one done by an English architect by the name of uh, John Pawson. It's a, a monastery in the, uh, the Czech Republic. Uh, I can't pronounce the name to save my life, but uh, I'm happy to share images after this. Very good. Um, that's one. Uh, Tado Ando, uh, a Japanese architect. I, w- I really hold his work in high regard. He did a Buddhist temple that's uh, subterranean under a, 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 a man-made pond called the Water Temple uh, on an island in Japan, which I've been to, and it's magical to experience on sunset. And the third would be... Again, um, again, just on, on you know, religious buildings. Um, who would that be? Peter Zumfo did a beautiful, simple timber chapel in Switzerland, in the mountains. The simplest of space, like a leaf or an eye in plan, okay. but beautifully detailed. And something about them that's just gorgeous. So you don't want to go for the greatest hits like, you know, the beautiful Gothic Cathedral in Milano or the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona? No. No? no. Because there's something about them that's almost reaching for the supernatural. And I want to sound that's more intimate than human scale. Well, you are known to be quite understated, so I can mm. see why you're possibly not going for the greatest hits of uh, yeah. religious... Mm. Uh, uh, megastar buildings yeah. so understandable um, thank you now we've had a few questions from uh, the peanut gallery um, <laughs> Louise O'Malley I think was very interested in who your favourite person on the Betty page would be uh, besides um, your worship uh, of course of course well obviously yes there's no one person I mean I, I love this group I love many people on it very dearly I, I respect the fact that we are all engaged interested and caring. I think that, that makes the best impression on me. Very good and answer. And it helps that everyone is bloody intelligent. That's right. nice too. Mm. Yes. So, uh, Louise O'Malley is also very interested in why you have no hair beneath your, your chin. 
How would you know? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Have I been touched up? <laughs> I just answer the question, please. Please, please, sir. Just hey, answer the question. My luck. My luck. Just luck. Jeans. Just luck. You, jeans. Did, you didn't get, like, blanched at an early age or anything, <laughs> did you? <laughs> like a chicken. I was lasered as a baby. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, anyway, it is true. I've witnessed, I've seen him in relatively little clothing, and uh, he's I, I'm very sleek. Bald as a badger. No, no, that's a better way to describe that. <laughs> I'm sleek. Bold, bold, I'm sleek. I'm svelte without being in any, any way visibly furry. Mm. Now, Cam Jandu, as you know, is a very big fan of the Malo. Um, <laughs> now, yes. are you familiar with this, this, this sacrilegious wine? And what do you think of Malo? <laughs> there is only one, oh, maybe two countries that produce decent Merlot, uh, France and um, Chile, possibly. Or is it Argentina? One or the other. Argentina. I'm not sure, I'm not sure I don't touch yeah. this stuff. But beyond that, in blends, possibly, just to uh, give some, you know, food to... Filler. Uh, a filler, yeah, a filler. <laughs> yes, yes. He, but he... otherwise, no, not my, my grape of choice. Now, we've had a few questions from uh, Bob, yes. uh, Robert Howe, who is... Um... An erudite, intellect intellectual. Yes. Or because the... you can be intellectual and be stupid. You can. Yes. Um, he's a bit like... But he's not. Yes, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, uh, he's a bit like Vizzini from The Princess Bride. Uh, <laughs> That's a compliment, Bob. Yes, Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, lovely to see you. Um, now, he wanted to know whether it's true that you did shoot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Now, is this correct or is this just a rumour or possibly the lyrics to a song? I think it might be lyrics to something or it could be a line from a poem you're writing. Bob, share that. Yes, do, hmm. do, do tell us, Bob. Um, Bob also wants to know what's the worst thing about living in Australia. Oh, not enough dangerous animals. Not a, You're not living on the edge. Clearly not enough dangerous yes. animals. Um, yes, anyway. So do you think Americans can say Australia properly? If, if they practice hard and lose the draw. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, keep they, the New York charm, though. I do like that. Well, the thing about Americans is lovely people, but they insist on pronouncing all their vowels and consonants, which, yes. as we all know, you don't need to move your mouth in order to speak. Yes, inflection is overrated. It's so overrated. Yes. It's such a waste. Um, Bob would also, he's inquiring as to the health of your porn career. Oh, since the Black Label days, it's, um, it peaked. It peaked when I was 42. It's um, waning now and it's flagging. It's, but you're still shaved. <laughs> I'm still there. I'm shaved, still there. shaved and dangerous, oh, as they yes, like yes, to say. I'm ever ready. So without being racially, you know, reductionist, <laughs> uh, just a matter of personal interest, on a yes. scale of 1 to 10, how incompetent are Chinese car drivers? Oh, minus 2, man. Minus 2. Awful. They're, they're, I've been spending a fair bit of time in China driving and, oh, they're hopeless, hopeless. Hopeless. Lovely people, terrible drivers. Yes. Um, now, there's, there's been a bit of a debate since the times of uh, Marco Polo as to the origins <laughs> of two of our favourite foods, you, my Chinese brother, um, noodles and myself, pasta. Mm. Now, who do you think invented it? We'll have to ask every other nation that consumes noodles and pasta, um, whether it be fur or laksa or 
Wolves has noodles. Oh, I looked at if, if document I was reading mm. earlier today is to be that you shared with me. Yes. That in fact um, they developed in parallel. In, at yes, very different that's times. right. Independently, and then and we didn't get out. It's like Marco Polo's mm. existence. You guys came at noodles sooner, mm. uh, but we got ours. But from a the soft, east. soft noodle, softer noodles. They were never dry, yes. and we got ours through the Middle East. I yes, believe. correct. So uh, from a hard wheat. Apparently. Yeah, that's yes. right. So. Um, we'll have to agree that we developed in parallel. In, that's right. In parallel. And important thing, as I was saying to you earlier, that we get to share and enjoy it together in all these myriad wonderful forms. So on that very positive note, yes. uh, I'd like to say thank you to Sydney. And uh, thank you, Jill, for being so gentle. One of my dearest friends of all times. And my same sentiment, Shane. My brother, my Chinese brother. Yes. Um, thank you for coming. And, uh, we You're wish... making me shed a tear now. Stop, stop, stop. But with Th- love. <laughs> thank, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all. It's a bit long-winded. Okay. Bye, see you. Sanara. Oh, ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Konnichiwa, bitches. I think you're right, Sudin. We really are a smart group here. Intelligent. Best ever. Thanks, guys. Now, I'm off to New Zealand for the uh, next couple of weeks, so I'm going to be uh, in a position of having to under-promise and maybe over-delivering, or not deliver at all, as the case may be. So if you see a podcast in the next uh, week to ten days, lucky you. If not, well, you'll know why. But when I come back, if I haven't done one, I'll try and bring some uh, Kiwi content along. Uh, Mel Haley, uh, hailing from that area as well. I'll uh, try and bring some uh, Kiwi phrases, phrasing in to uh, help you along there. Uh, but don't worry about that. Please send in your self-interviews. I can't guarantee that I can get to Uli to reach you for a personal interview every time, but you can DIY. So uh, look for the instructions in the file section of the Facebook group page. Hit record. Send me something. It's pretty easy. So until next time, uh, share a drink with your partner and don't drink too much white wine. Good night.